0: I am here to empower you to redirect those discretionary dollars, not to the retailers, but to your own goals. I'm here to tell you that God has made you the steward of your wealth. And I don't think that he wants you to give the money you could be passing on to your children, the money you could be funding your future and the money you could be creating a legacy for yourself and turn around and give it to another retailer for some temporary pleasure. Now don't get me wrong, I shop at Target as well. If you enjoy Target, that is not a problem. But when you start placing Target in front of your family, that's where the trouble starts. I mean, just look at the damage that happened to the company when consumers reduced their discretionary spending. Now can you imagine what the impact would be if that discretionary income was invested into your future? As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, We are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome back. I am AB Ridgeway, a.k.a. Mr. Christian Finance, the host of Financial Advisors, say the darndest things in my mom's favorite Christian Financial Advisor. As always, make sure that you subscribe so you're notified every time we release a new episode. And be sure to like and comment on this episode. It really helps the podcast so we can continue to make great episodes for you. Now, Target seems to be the joke of Wall Street the past couple of days. It won't take you long to start hearing the target jokes as they've missed the mark for their third quarter earnings by a large margin as they are also impacted by the economic slowdown inflation rising rates and economic uncertainty definitely played a role in the numbers if they didn't directly impact the retailer it seems to be a legitimate reason to tell stakeholders and i mean who can argue With inflation finally tapering off from its yearly high of 9.1% back in June, down to 7.7% as of late, the Federal Reserve raising rates by a quarter of a percent per go, and everyone still wondering when the recession is going to come, it seems as if Target is becoming the poster child of economic uncertainty. Target has been a step up from the warehouse style of Walmart, where many upper-middle-class earners go there for their home goods. But consumer behavior is impacting Target's bottom line, and everything they were afraid of seems to be coming into fruition. Discretionary spending doesn't seem to be the solution consumers are running to during these tough times. Is this a good sign for consumers? Are consumers finally waking up to the fact that all of these memes and TikToks of people spending hours in Target for a laugh are not so funny when they look at their bank account? Regardless, if the cause is the economy, shoppers' behavior, or a combination of both, the fact is that Target dropped 13% last Wednesday and is down 32% year-to-date compared to a nearly 17% drop for the S&P 500, according to an article by Yahoo Finance. Now, remember what I told y'all. It isn't about protecting yourself from downside risk. Concentration helps you create wealth and diversification helps you protect wealth. I am not saying Target is a good or bad stock choice. I'm not making a solicitation or giving a sell recommendation. What I am doing is letting you know that there is a price to pay for heavy concentrations in a portfolio. If you have a concentration of over 20% in Target stock, you're definitely feeling the drag in your portfolio right about now. And this drag can give you the illusion that you're doing worse than you really are. But that is what happens when you put your faith in one stock. I can't help but think about all the Target employees that has all of their retirement in Target stock. They've lost almost 30 something odd percent of what they've gathered over their career. That's why even if you work for a great company like Target or a Blue Chip Company, it's still important to diversify to protect yourself. Now don't get me wrong, I'm a huge cheerleader of modern portfolio theory where the suitability of a stock in a portfolio is not determined by the stock on its own, but how it fits in a portfolio. So you gotta understand that in a bond portfolio with one stock, I wouldn't call your portfolio risky just because the stock has a huge standard deviation. The risk to the investor is judged based on the entirety of the portfolio and not one asset that is in it. So, there's still hope for those who may be cringing at the moment. Also, according to the article by Yahoo News, target chairman and CEO Brian Cornell, while on a call with reporters, Cornell added that a more cautious approach to holiday season expectations are needed given the current trend in the business. Sitting here today, if you look at some of the syndicated data that has been released, obviously, You've seen a significant change in the consumer shopping patterns as we ended October and moved into the month of November, he said. So clearly, it's an environment where consumers have been stressed. We know they're spending more dollars on, watch this, food and beverage and household essentials. They're looking for promotions and are looking for that great deal. And I would expect that promotional focus will continue throughout the holidays now i can't agree more with this consumers are becoming more cautious with their spending when gasoline jumped up and they saw the interest impact to their wallet i think most households had to take a step back making random runs to the store for some toothpaste and and walking out with three and a half bags of home decor right if this economy continues in a direction that is going i think that we'll get back to the good old days of making a shopping list and we only fulfill this one order at the end of the week on Saturdays well let's move forward let me read you some of these numbers that Target put out and to be honest they don't look too good they are reporting that inventory shrinkage is driven by (laughs) listen to this organized retail crime (laughs) I I'm sorry I had to laugh at that I will make sure that I'm watching out for the Target mobsters or the bullseye bandits, the two notoriously organized retail criminals that are hitting every Target in the nation. Obviously I am joking, but seriously, Target is reporting according to the numbers they are responsible for reducing the retailer's gross profit margin by 400 million dollars. Now theft is no laughing matter. But I'm just shocked that they blame their poor earnings on theft as if theft has never been an issue. You know, when they're doing good, I didn't hear anything about theft. But why is that? Because if you tell everyone there is criminal activity in your store, they don't want to go. But if it's organized in a down market, it is safe because these crooks are organized, right? They're not targeting your customers. They're targeting the store. No pun intended. And that is a safer way of saying that we still have criminal activity, but you as a consumer is safe. Now, okay, we don't want to drive these jokes into the ground, so we wanna get through some of these statistics which say that sales are actually up, but earnings per share came in at only $1.54, well below the analyst estimates of $2.17. Now, I think this story speaks to the type of economic environment That we are in where our expectations may fall short because there are more variables at work than we might initially think it isn't just consumer behavior it's everything it's layoffs it's inflation and as the ceo said it's the feds raising rates so what are some key takeaways from this story now first you need to understand that business makes estimates about how much discretionary income you are going to spend with them and they put that in their projections. And if you don't know what discretionary spending is, I'm gonna give you the definition according to bankrate.com. Discretionary spending refers to non-essential items such as recreation and entertainment that consumers purchase when they have enough income left over after paying the necessary expenses such as the mortgage and utility. I'm going to point out a few things about this definition. That consumers purchase when they have enough Income left over, meaning more than what they need and the necessary expenses such as mortgage and utilities. Okay, they didn't say shopping at Target, shopping at Walmart or shopping on Amazon. They said necessities such as mortgage and utilities. Now, think about that. These stores are betting that you waste your money beyond your necessities and spend it with them. They actually encourage it they actually put sales and deals to make sure that you do it they market to you to do it as fast and as much as you can all so they can improve their bottom line even at the expense of you not reaching your goals now how disrespectful is that and when people finally start to wake up and realize that spending an extra four hundred dollars at Target per month is really adding up look what happens their profits drops instead of yours. So so what do you want? Do you want their profits to drop or do you want your profits to drop? And, and I'm not picking on target. you know that goes for any business. You know, you go in, you get what you need and you keep it moving. This is why I have this podcast and this is why you're listening because I am here to empower you to redirect those discretionary dollars not to the retailers, but to your own goals. I'm here to tell you that God has made you the steward of your wealth, and I don't think that he wants you to give the money you could be passing on to your children, the money you could be funding your future, and the money you could be creating a legacy for yourself, and turn around and give it to another retailer for some temporary pleasure. Now, don't get me wrong. I shop at Target as well. If you enjoy Target, that is not a problem. But when you start placing Target in front of your family, that's where the trouble starts. I mean, just look at the damage that happened to the company when consumers reduced their discretionary spending. Now, can you imagine what the impact would be if that discretionary income was invested into your future? This should tell you that the problem is not how much the staples cost, you know, the things that you need, but how much the things you want cost. Think about that. Target didn't say that the spending on the necessities dropped. They said that the discretionary spending dropped. So the line between success and failures lies not in how much money you make, but how much of your discretionary income goes to you and how much goes to other businesses for the satisfaction of the flesh. In our last episode, we talked about Jacob and Esau and how Esau sold his birthright to inherit the blessings of God himself through his grandfather Abraham to have the Messiah come through his bloodline. And he gave it up because he was hungry can you believe that we think we have it bad you know eve had decided between living forever and an apple and esau had to choose between being forever anointed and forever being known as the father of the messiah for some stew now when we speak about the lineage we say the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of who the god of jacob we don't even mention esau right (laughs) why are we not mentioning esau because he was hungry and wanted some stew? He fell victim to the flesh. Trust me, I am deep, deep, deep in the bayou of Southwest Louisiana, Cajun country. So I know about great food, but to give up eternity and a kingdom for some gumbo and a shrimp po'boy, it's not gonna happen. So this is what I want you to do. We don't want you to be like Esau and Eve. I want you to be rich and righteous. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to determine what are your necessities and what is your discretionary income. Yes, I am giving you some work to do. Faith without works is dead. So you have the faith. I'm giving you some work here. I want you to take all of your bills, all of your expenses and anything you have to pay on a monthly basis, which are your necessities like your mortgage and your utilities. Then I want you to take your tithes out, obviously. And then I want you to take 20% of whatever is left over And continue to spend how you have been. Go to Target. Go to Wally World. Go out and eat or whatever. Fill up the gas tank and go for a late night drive with the windows down and the music up for all I care. Then I want you to take the other 80% and put towards something you really want to do. Put that towards your goals. Fund your trust. Give to your local charity and invest in your education. Why would I have you do that? Because no longer are you going to blindly go into the store and just spend. Just this one change could drastically improve your life for the better without depriving you of the luxuries of this life. I mean, I hear it all the time. I want to live. This is life where I want to live life. Tomorrow's not promised. It, it isn't promised, but it doesn't mean it ain't coming. So if you are not prepared, you will be the victims of tomorrow. It says in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 20, precious treasures and oils are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. God tells us that we should keep the treasures in our house. And every time we spend our discretionary money, we are putting the treasures and oils in another man's dwelling and we devour our own well that God has given to us. It goes on to say in first timothy chapter 6 verse 17 to command those who are rich in the present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in what in wealth which is so uncertain but to put their hope in who in god who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment so i'm not telling you not to spend but i am encouraging you to know what you are spending and where and to put your hope in god And not in the fluctuations we call wealth. Because there is no hope when we put our faith in wealth. Because when we put our faith in God, He will richly provide us with the things we were meant to enjoy in this life. Not what we think we should enjoy. I hope that you've been blessed. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, to comment, and to share. Also, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, go to www. Dot abr backslash podcast and join our family as a thank you. We'll have a free gift for you. If you need help building your financial plan, information to speak with us will be given right after the show. I am AB Ridgway, Mr. Christian Finance himself, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by AB Ridgeway, owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. allows you Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darn Distinct podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.